support is from TBN. Weaving its way through the heart of the Holy Land is a well-worn path that once felt the footsteps of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, King David, and Jesus. Host David Friedman and Mike Pompeo take a sacred journey of hope along Route 60, the biblical highway. Experience the land of the Bible as you've never seen it. In theaters September 18th and 19th, Route 60, the biblical highway. Information at route60.movie. That's route60.movie. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. friends and welcome. There is so much happening in our world, but I also want to stress that we are to have joy. The question today is, are you awake? This is episode 267, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. And I want to thank our sponsor, Route 60, the biblical highway. It airs for two days. September 18th through 19th. But you can visit them on their website, route60.movie, and that's R O U T E 60. So it's not spelled out 60, it's the number 60. So route60.movie for more information. Best of all, if you're listening to this, at a later date, you will be able to find the movie in digital format. We really need to support movies like this that really focus on the Bible and the amazing word that God has given us. Well, today we're going to talk about spiritual blessings and awareness. And the question, are you awake, comes in part as a nod in the direction of the world in which we live. How are you awake? And what precautions are you taking? And are you noticing what the Lord brings to mind? In this episode, we are going to learn not to be afraid, but to be prepared. We see things happening in our world. We want to stay asleep. I do. And I think I've shared with you in the past that I've insulated myself from stressing about worldly issues by turning off the television and social media, as well as ignoring videos that want to dwell on all of the horrible things happening in our world today. Many of these things are against the church at large. Many Christians are failing in their faith. And why is that? Well, we know the enemy is alive and well but so is the Almighty God. One reason that I've ignored a lot of this stuff is that I feel helpless, and I'm a doer. I like to accomplish and get things done. When I see something that's wrong, I want to prayerfully consider, how can I help, Lord? Yet, I shut down if I'm overexposed. And when you hear all these things, how do you feel? I feel that there's so much unrighteousness and unfairness 
And it's just everywhere I look. And it makes me think that the end is near because Almighty God will not let this rampant sin go unpunished. We also read about the warnings that God has given his people. And many times these things go unresolved. They're ignored or there's no will to follow. And that's when justice comes into play. How can we prepare? When we pray, we must ask the Lord to open my eyes, Lord. He wants us to know, and one reason is for the knowledge. Another could be for the ability to beseech God in prayer. And another, for me anyway, is to prepare in any way that I can. Just this week, while gathering with some ladies from my prayer ministry, several of them alerted me to some things that I was missing. And I was super upset because I was completely unaware. And yet I praise God because he provided for me in my time of need. What does that mean? Well, he allowed me the knowledge to pray and to be aware. Being awake means taking action when possible for most of us, but it also means prayer and sacrifice. And one of the things that I've done is I've prayed to the Lord, if there's something that I really need to know, let me be aware. What is God calling you to do? Has he allowed your eyes to be open to a specific need? Think about this. These are the questions we have to ask ourselves. How do we pray and how should we pray? Romans 8.28 is one of those verses that we know and love. But what about Romans 8.26-27? through 27? It says, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We don't know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. That is beautiful. We do not know how we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us. Praise God. Sometimes I have spiritual awareness and sometimes I'm spiritually blinded. What does this mean? Well, having spiritual awareness in the Christian sense is different from the pagan. If you want to be freaked out, go online and search for spiritual awareness and see what I mean. Much of it points to self-awareness that's unrelated to the true God. It talks about a sense of consciousness and understanding and the interconnectedness of all things without saying that the author of our awareness is God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Pagan awareness centers on self and a force we can control, and that's a lie. Christian awareness points to God and good and eyes that are opened to sin. We see that the greater power is within Almighty God. It is not in the pagan sense that we become gods. That is a new age fallacy. I remember as a young girl, my mother sharing with me that the enemy is this tiny little grain of sand and God is the entire world because I know I was fearful at times. And she tried to explain how big God is in relation to the enemy. To be spiritually aware in the sense of true Christianity means to see with eyes that are open and aware to sin. 
Many scriptures attest to this, some beginning in Genesis. When Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, they became spiritually aware. Genesis 3.7 states, Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Sin does not go unpunished, and we further read that they were banished from the Garden of Eden that God had prepared for them. We must never forget that God is in control. We love the Lord and he loves us, but we are held accountable for the knowledge he has given us. Adam and Eve had the knowledge, but they did not have the will to follow it, and they suffered. Being spiritually aware of sin is critical. Those not spiritually aware cannot see the sin. They do the same thing repeatedly, thinking there is nothing wrong with it. It is an evil that permeates our world and the hearts of those who seem to have lost all sense of what is true. Ephesians 6.12 states, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The fight is against us, yes, but it is not a human fight. It is an evil deception and lies. Let's call it what it is. Opening our eyes and being awake gives us a sense of fear of the unknown. And fear is a tool the enemy uses to wreak havoc in our lives. That is why putting on the armor of Christ daily is essential. In the show notes, I added the link to one of my uh, podcasts on the topic of the armor of God. If you just go to a few minutes with godpodcast.com um, and search for armor of God, you will find it, as well as the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. There's a search feature there. Friends, we need to pray that God protects our souls, our hearts, and our bodies from all the evil in this world. That is something we can do, and that is my prayer for you. We must pray daily for protection and that God opens our eyes to the light. He has good in store for us if we follow his will. 1 John 7, 9 states, But if we walk in the light as he is the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. We have hindsight, which we are told is 2020, right? We can read the Bible and learn from the mistakes of those before us, the holy men and women of God that failed to continue to follow the light and eventually were led to darkness. A past podcast dealt with the sins of Solomon. You can search for that on the website as well. We read he was given the gift of wisdom. We know him as the builder who built a temple for the Ark of the Covenant. But somehow common sense escaped him. He started out a wise person and ended up in a terrible place. He ended up foolishly worshiping false gods, the gods of his wife, First, by marrying women of tribes he was warned not to marry. He made bad decisions, and others, his sons and the nation of Israel, were punished for his bad choices. 
King Solomon crossed the line. The scriptures list the false gods. He had set up temples to worship, and one of them required child sacrifice. Horrible. His decision had consequences. He knew what was right, but failed to do it. He did not have the will to continue, especially as he got older. Solomon's decisions had consequences, and yes, so do mine. My decisions have consequences that affect me as well as my family and generations to come. Wow, what a responsibility, right? Many of us know what is right and what we should do, but often we do not have the will to do it. But we must pray for that strength. Praise God we can do that. Being awake means putting on the mind of Christ so we're aware of the sinfulness in our own lives before we point out the sinfulness in others. Praise God we can repent and pray to the Lord to be spiritually awake. Acts 2, 38-41 says, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them, and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 300 were added to their number that day. Amen and amen. We must save ourselves from this corrupt generation. Let's pray that a spiritual revival exists in our time and our hearts. We are not in this alone. God is with us. This week, ask the Lord to give you spiritual eyes that see and a heart that hears and a will that is all for God. I pray a blessing for you and your family today and always. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.